Hello. This June, I published my sixth book. It's called, as you probably know by now, 1923, and it is extremely close to my heart. It tells the story of what happened to me during the COVID lockdowns when the world shut down around us. That was when a mysterious roll of projected film from 100 years ago came into my possession, which in itself is quite a long story. What followed was an immersive journey into a lost world of the riders of a distant, merciless Tour de France and their sometimes brutal fates as they raced through a Europe that was simultaneously cooling down after the conflagration of the Great War while at the same time firing the starting pistol for the next chapter in its own destruction. But alongside that, the summer of 1923 is a time of insane and bewildering creativity across the continent. Pitched into this cultural and political maelstrom is one mysterious Flemish rider, whose life I start to uncover and whose descendants I seek to contact in the real world. This is a love story to the Tour de France, told a century too late, an avalanche of discoveries that became my sole purpose and my sustaining mission. It's called 1923, The Mystery of Lot 212 and the Tour de France Obsession, and it's out on June the 22nd, but available to pre-order from all the usual places. What do you know about Georg Zimmermann? In fact... Well, I know more now, thanks to you. In fact... Learning on, on the job, What as does I say. the word Zimmerman, Zimmerman mean? Joiner. Yeah, carpenter. I know that from you as well. There's a tradition in Germany of um, uh, you can serve an apprenticeship as a carpenter. Oh, is that the ones where they get dressed up and travel around? That's it. In black um, yeah, corduroy yeah. with flared trousers and a big old white That's rimmed hat. bonkers. And a, and a waistcoat. I met, didn't we meet one? It was so with you. Yeah, I think so. Maybe when the race started in... Yes, we did. In and he hung out with it. it wasn't he a former... Yeah, he'd, he'd done it. <coughs> yeah. He'd done his apprenticeship like two years. And you can just rock hiking up, around. And you can just rock up with a little sort of like, you know, all your belongings in a in a cloth sack and a stick over and you just yeah. rock up at any carpentry shop, you know, work sh- wood, wood it's like a work away. And you go and you go, I'm here. Yeah. And you can travel around Germany and they go, Okay, we'll take you on. And, and you we'll give you some accommodation. Room and board. That's a tradition, yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's quite a cool thing. But they're good like Germany they're quite good at like apprenticeships and things. You know, mm. they're proper, like they take... Pride of craft. Craft and trades incredibly seriously, you know, and they're well paid. and Pr- Pride in their work. Pr- pride in their word. Yeah. Yeah, so... Well, he takes pride in his work. He does. So uh, th- I remember reading a profile with him. He's, c- he's an engaging character, but he's like, um, he's like uh, super... Oh, hang on. Then today I tried again and like... I just gave everything I know the parkour really well because in 2018 there was a Tour de Avenir finish up here and I was in similar situation but just the cheesy favorites sprinted around me 200 meters to go and today it was the other way around so I could attack on the climb and go full gas and in the end I win the sprint now I'm like completely speechless and yeah like like a rendezvous from the Tour de Avenir five years ago. But honestly, are there moments where you thought that... It's the voice of Seb Piquet. ...stage today because we saw Machu Biogodo come back, you attacked, he came back. Are there moments where you thought, I'm not going to win? Uh, to be honest, I'm an optimistic person. Like, I never fear to lose. I'm always, like, hoping to win. So, so like, here also second place is a nice result, so I don't fear to get second. It's just like, I'm giving every day my best, and today... It was good enough to win a tour at a stage at the Criterium du Dauphiné. So, yeah, I'm 
really proud of me and like happy that all my hard work all season long paid finally off. Yeah, because you're still a young rider, 25 if I'm correct. Uh, Don't go down this rabbit hole, Seb. <laughs> this is a very big boost of confidence for the weekend and maybe another race to come. Yeah, for sure. Like today and the day after tomorrow, tomorrow and the day after tomorrow look super tough. So I went full gas now two days in a row. So uh, let's see what is still possible here. But even if if that was it, it was an incredible performance from my side. So I don't feel any pressure for this Criterium du Dauphiné anymore. But like now, I'm really motivated for what's coming up. Tour de France. He means the Tour de France. Um, we're going to see him at the Tour de France for sure, Georg Zimmermann. Um, what a likable character. And that sort of backs up and validated the thing that I was telling you about. That I read this interview with him about how he, he's a, he's a SWAT. He's a SWAT. He's a nerd. He's a schlug. Yeah. Like a, no, yeah. super schlug. Like a kind of... But no, a SWAT. Yeah, you're he's right. A, he's like an academic. He has a... At home, he has a little notepad. A student of the sport. Uh, yeah, he has a notepad and a pen next to his you know, TV. And when Cycling he, he, scholar. He watches bike racing endlessly and he notes things down he says i like to i like to make little notes about how people ride and he obviously has got like a f unlike you <laughs> he's got a photographic memory for climbs <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> had that today oh yeah we did a bit didn't we yeah was the scent they were flying down the the col des arvis the col des arvis um and pronounced not with an s yeah uh, oh, that, was an, that was another that was good that behind was the scenes bts commentary yeah so I had a sudden moment, sec momentary doubt about whether or you've not... You've got like, you've got a book here and you've got so much writing in it. You're here writing down yeah. notes, researching everything. And about 20 seconds before we came on air... And I had to say the Col des Arrivies. Because they were like about 500, 400 metres from starting it. Yeah. And you're like, how do you pronounce... How do you pronounce Arrivies? it? Did you pronounce yes or not? Arrivies. Arrivies. So I found it on Forvo. Yeah. And clicked on, and there's a French, and fortunately there was an authentic French voice, Col des Arrivies. And I went, and I, then I got in my queue, and I went, and onto the Col des Arrivies they come. And it was like, <laughs> it was like Christophe Laporte in a sprint. It was uh, perfectly timed, but uh, not a little risky. Um, yeah. So uh quite enjoyed that race actually it was quite good. It was good. It was good. You enjoyed it. Good. I mean, it was, um, it was really fast, but they're half an hour ahead of schedule. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which we always like that. By the way, I banged on my t my twenty minutes was just about bang on my prediction for how long the final ten k's. I don't been. know how you do that because it's really important to our TV producers because you know we're only commentating for the highlights, so yeah. they need to know they don't want to sell themselves short or mm. sort of like or too long. Particularly, mm. they can always edit that down, but mm. so they want to know roughly when we need to start talking yeah. to fill the program duration. Mm. So they often ask you. They asked me early on day. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> And uh, you look at the profile, it's quite a weird profile. It's it? quite Two a weird cat profile. three climbs, some yeah. steep bits, a little bit, bit of descent. descent. How long yeah. is that going to take? And you nailed it. 20 minutes, 10 Ks. Yeah. Rider's instinct. Rider's instinct for self-preservation. Yeah. But no, it was, it was interesting because I guess they'd, there was a big move that went. But then I think all the teams were so frightened. Jumbo Vismas were just watching Dylan Van Baal come in. 26 yeah. minutes? How no, did he lose to... 10. Oh, sorry. 10 minutes. Oh, that's a delay. That's the delay. Say, that's the counting down. Yeah, Van Bol comes down ten minutes, but he was on his own. Of the final climbs, um, the final well, the climb to the finish, the yeah. two cut threes. Jonas was on his own. Yeah, but I think that was strategic as well. Why? Because they've got two really big days ahead. They didn't need to. So he that's why fine. Van Bol dropped off like CBA. Like, yeah, it's just like you know what, you're gonna be fine. But at the same time, it's a bit risky because by that for the final six k's, Jonas was on his own. 
So if he had a mechanical or something, he was completely having to look after himself to chase back on. That's true. Tash Benoit was the final one. He got piped. He yeah. tried. But then, yeah. But no team was strong enough to kind of, or willing to hunt it down. But then when we see how close it was, it wouldn't have taken much yeah. to catch them. Yeah. Because Yunus opened up the afterburners with like 1,200 meters to go. Only Ben O'Connor could go with him, but then they all got back up to him. If you're Uno X now, you're sitting on the team bus going, what, what do we do that for? Then? <laughs> why, why, why can't we finish that off? Yeah. It's a bit weird, isn't it? You're riding oh, yeah, the whole team on the front all but day. But then their sprint much. wasn't even there anyway, was he? Johansson? Yeah. Yeah, he was in the mix. Oh, he was in, he the was mix. in that group, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think okay. I spotted Lander not in the group. Lander was not in the group. And maybe Godou as well. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. Borgador. But yeah, I, I was quite surprised by another one of your stats, as I said, learning on the job, that Castro Viejo's never won a road race. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 14 um, wins to his name. Not one, one prologue. Actually, you can win 14 time trials, but you haven't won one a road. One prologue, everything else time trials. That's wild. What was your split at the end of your career of time trials versus regular Probably road stages? 80% time trials, 20% road stages. Yeah, but that's a decent number of road races that yeah. you've won as well. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Mm. Um, I want to see where David Godu finished, so talk amongst yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but weather was dodgy. Yeah. Um, it's a bit underwhelming, kind of didn't it, the weather? Yeah, and Ineos Grenadiers, EF did a weird bit on the descent. Again, Carapaz, who's racing strangely. Bernal seems to have a bit more confidence. Yeah. By the way, uh, just to say on the pod after me questioning yeah. your um, judgment or your opinion yeah. and thoughts regards Bernal lacking a bit of confidence yeah. and security. Yeah. He only went into an interview and said, I'm lacking confidence. And I was like, well, there you go. Ned, chapeau. Thanks, Reading the David. riders' minds. Thanks, David. So that's your correction for yesterday's pod. Yeah. My correction is... Um, Fabio Jakobsen and the detail of his injuries in the Netflix that did show up well we did say we did say you did, did say I you did, did put a caveat unfair, in it was unfair of me to say and I didn't even mention that I did admit that I hadn't watched it all so in our continuing are you going to continue watching it you're in episode 2 now I'm a bit bored already okay but you I think it's a, go- I think it's a good thing I mean I think yeah. it's, I think it's well made to be fair we're, we're uh, so at the call face I, I feel like I've seen it all yeah <laughs> I kind of know what's going on for us it's a little bit different um, David Godou today David Millard oui. finished 29th at 1 minute and 13 seconds. He was behind that group with Lander in it. Ew. Thibaut. And you know what I read? What did you read? Thibaut Pino just posted the fifth ever fastest time So on some big mountain. Where, which one was it? Like a few days ago. Mm, I, think this is a, I think this is a one to watch. Do you? I do because Pino was... Flipping, flying at the giant. He was flipping, flying. And Godou is not flying. He's not flipping, at the flying. No. And Pino's last year, I think, I don't know. I think oh God, Godou needed to have a really good Dauphiné to validate yeah. that Paris Nice performance. This is going to be the story, isn't this it? Is, this is going to be obsessing the French. Is Demar going? I wonder if Demar's going to the tour. Then that'd be awesome. Just like, I mean, Godou said, I can't even be in the lift with him. I hate him so much. But then they did Paris-Nice and went okay together. Uh, that's helping true. Each other I mean, out. Who knows what was going behind the scene, on behind the scenes. Uh. But he said that on Discord. I don't know if Demar's going to go to the tour. Or gaming. Okay, Demar has to go to the tour. He didn't go last year. Yeah, he has to go. So Demar got to Pino. It's going to be like a Frenchie. Uh, that's just put the whole Netflix team on them. <laughs> <laughs> just follow them for the, the whole week. Yeah. Three There's weeks. Qu- I've, I've, I'm, I'm midway through. Actually, I've, so I've started episode three. 
just today we're waiting for this to start commentating and um it's pino land so so give us your rolling review well i think they make a bit much of there's quite i quite enjoyed the sequence in um in in episode two of the chaos on the cobbles with the yumbo vismas well that was gold he couldn't i <laughs> could <laughs> not enjoy that it was funny so i mean it is just funny isn't buster it? keaton but, but yeah and um all those bikes that are far too big for um, <laughs> yeah, <that's> yeah. <laughs> So did, you get, like, so did you have it in car stuff of the more panicking? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So that, is that is good. That is good. And also, but it's quite interesting the way they've decided to kind of cast at this point in the film Wout van Aert. Almost as a, almost they're trying to suggest that he's slightly the villain of the piece. But, but, a, but he's like the the hero of well, the Tour de France. But we're only at stage four or five, aren't we? So he's kind of riding for himself still, right? Until but he saved the cobbles. He did, but they, the way they kind of tell the story is that he was kind of like reluctantly called back because he was in the front group and he was like oh, I have to come well he wasn't to come no, he wasn't in the front back group the, well remember? he was in one of the groups up the road no, can you remember what happened not really okay so he'd had obviously the storming days before it comes into it in the yellow jersey he had that wobbly moment with the car that was it and then he had he had a freak out, he had a freak like, out. and then he actually dropped out of where all the Yumbo Visma guys were and was in like a second or third group oh, that's right, yeah. so he was kind of behind then he kind of went by watching all this carnage happening yeah. with the team and just that's carried right. on that's right. and then but which you should do that's yeah. don't stop and wait yeah. because otherwise you can't help you've got to wait for them to get closer to you yeah and then he and saved then he, Univers- and then, then he dropped tour. back and then he did like the most uh, insane Wout yeah. Van Aert incredible Hulk ride yeah but the the personal story of that was he actually got a little bit scared yeah and was like you know what I'm, I can't do this today yeah, and then it actually he pulled himself back together to help Jonas. Yeah, so the, he's the, not the, a criminal. So, they, but they found it when the, the, they found a shot of Jonas in the um, when he was drinking champagne, uh, and the team was celebrating the Calais victory of Wout van Aert, and they yeah. found this three second shot where it, Jonas is kind of sitting there looking a bit glum, and they've kind of built this entire polemic around this shot of Jonas yeah. feeling betrayed by Wout because you remember that climb into Calais Let's with ten k to go. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah, he dropped him. He dropped yeah, Vingegaard, yeah. didn't he? And then, the, but there's a great bit. In the in the team bus on the morning of the cobble stage, when they are honestly, David, you didn't see my, you didn't see my uh, retorted Ned show. No, but I did the whole Yumba Visma team a briefing team thing, and it's almost like they quoted the show. Oh really? <laughs> it's I very have to funny. Watch that. But yeah. um, no, but Van Art because he's just cool, isn't he? Yes. He he makes a little joke at Roglic and Vingegaard. He says, "Well, guys, I dropped you both on the climb yesterday." <laughs> And Roglic just looks at him, and for a moment, you can almost feel Roglic a little bit. And then Roglic, cool customer of the years, just winks at him like that. Because <laughs> Roglic is a dude as well. Oh, he's a dude, yeah. He's a r- yeah. I- I'm going to miss him at the tour. Yeah. It's a real dude. shame Roglic isn't going to the tour. Even though he's tired. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, true. just put him in the tour team, see what Jonas happens. just feels too, how would I put it? Cold, not cool. Yeah. You know, just kind of... Yeah, it's yeah. not oozing charisma. No, um, no. But, but also yeah. at that point in the tour, we didn't know Eunice was going to win it. Roglic was still leader. That's right. Yeah. Well, it, that changes a bit on the cobble stage, doesn't it? Because they have oh, to... Oh, yeah, because then, then Roglic is Roglic out. slapped down as well, yeah. do you remember? On yeah, that yeah, yeah, he corner. was out. So then they had to decide... That's it. So who, yeah. who does Van Aert ride for? Yeah. Does he does he ride Roglic back into the race or yeah. does he ride Jonas back in? Yeah. Um, uh, although we've got a new nickname for Jonas Vingegaard, courtesy of Ian Cleverly. Who, who watched the Dauphiné yesterday on highlights and then sent me a message saying, little smoking, like smoking emoji. And then he said, holy Joe. No, holy vinegar Joe. Holy vinegar Joe. Vinegar so Joe. vinegar Joe. Vinegar Joe, I love that. That's a great nickname. Isn't That's it? great. So vinegar oh, Joe. Yeah. Nice one. Um, 
Yeah. Um, Matthew Borgado. Um, James Shaw. Yeah. James Shaw. You, you're just saying random names. Of I'm writers. just, so I don't really know what he looks like. James Shaw, good looking. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Handsome chap. He's a handsome chap. Huh. Yeah. You can't say that about all bike riders, can you? But no, you can't. can't yeah, no. but, um, yeah, he's no. very handsome. And he's also going really well. And he, I think he's going to the Tour de France, which would be good. I haven't seen Harrison. Harry Sweeney. Harry Sweeney. Yeah. Oh, no, Harrison Wood. Yeah, Harrison Wood. No, we haven't seen much of him. It's a chat, the gauntlet's kind of down the next two days, climber. Yeah, well, he's never strayed as far as Harrison Wood, isn't he? He's a friend, friend of the podcast. Yeah. I wonder, yeah. do you remember when we did, oh, no, he's not going to the Tour. Is he going to the Tour de France, Harrison Wood? I don't know. It depends on what he does next weekend. This weekend. Well, if he goes to the tour, we'll have to get him to do the Charlie Quarterman thing. Oh, that's not a bad idea. In fact, we have to get someone to do that for us anyway. Yeah, we've got to. Maybe we should but get like so a real go, Maybe our, our readers can send in who they'd like us to approach to do the. Yeah. The Charlie Quarterman. Hello at neverstraysfar.com. Yeah. I mean, same big, Philippe. Yeah, we can start you know, there. Yeah. Cavendish. But um, we might end up, at, and that's no disrespect, <laughs> might end up with Harrison Wood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whenever you say is no disrespect, like you're disrespecting somebody. That's Sorry, Harrison. <laughs> just, just ruined our chances of getting Harrison Wood. That'd be great of Harrison. To, yeah, I know. A neo great, fight. But he's not going to want to now because you've just said, just said, <laughs> he's like bargain basement audio diary. Well, he's got to start his media career somewhere. <laughs> you know, if he's having a bad tour, at least he's got never strays far to prop him up. But Charlie didn't have a bad Giro. He had a very good Giro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, oh, this is the white jersey standings. Oh, Tobias Johannesson's in second place to Michael Bier. Mm. Yeah. A man only's in eighth. Yeah. That's good old Oscar. Yeah. So, a uh, couple more days of this to go. And then, uh, yeah. Um, that's it. And that's it. Yeah. So, I hope everyone listened to the 1923 advert. Go to the show yeah, notes. It was a good advert, wasn't it? Good Amazing advert. advert. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Go and buy the book. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. What are you do? What are you do the rest of the day? Well, I don't know. Have to studio. I might ride my Brompton back. I'll tell you what I'm doing. What? I'm doing another podcast. What? Yeah. Who is? Streets Ahead. Oh, your Streets Ahead podcast. Well, I, keep, I keep meaning to plug it on on this actually. Well, there you are. You're doing it. I've been doing it for years. It started during the first lockdown of 2020, in the company of Adam Tranter, who's um, the cycling and active travel star of the West Midlands mm. as well as being a phenomenally successful businessman mm-hmm. runs a, 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 a PR agency mm-hmm. that works in cycling and a erstwhile Geraint Thomas lookalike do you think so? Uh, this is going back a few years Adam's, okay. Adam's Why, made what? a lot of money and okay. had a relatively sedate lifestyle okay. <laughs> recently so he's not quite as gaunt as Geraint okay. Thomas but when he was a younger man he's he healthy was, he was um, uh, he was quite a Garant Thomas lookalike actually. Oh, there you go. Who once um, he's still Adam's ridiculously young. He's still only sixteen or something, seventeen. Mm-hmm. But um, when <laughs> he's not, he's in his thirties, I think. But when he was a seriously young man, he applied to be do some work experience on this TV production on the ITV. Oh really? And he was and Carolyn said, "Yeah, come along." You know, mm-hmm. in fact, you can drive one of our cars at the Tour de France. And he had to admit, even though he looked like he was in his mid thirties that he was only 21 and he couldn't hire a car or be uh, the driver of a car. And Laura Laker, who's uh, an expert journalist who works writes for The Guardian about all things kind of active travel and knows the politics of it. We do a, a regular podcast where we discuss things like things that everyone should be discussing, like, you know, 
like getting de demotorizing decarbonizing our cities and uh, making them more livable breathable places Very and, good. Uh, and yeah and solving all the world's problems like that we don't actually solve any problems but we discuss how that should be the ambition mm. um so that's what i'm going to go and do good job um and i'll see you tomorrow see you tomorrow Ned. Mm-hmm.